Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. Well, in my mind, there's only two options to start that game for the Astros. A.J. Hinch will decide whether to pitch Jose Urquidy, who certainly seems up to the task, or Justin Verlander on three days rest. Do you see another option? Nope. And I don't even know if he's considering bringing J.V. back that quickly. But if you do, he didn't throw that many pitches in seven innings. He only gave up one hit. He, he was pretty economical. Yeah. But if you do, and you do happen to lose, you got Cole going game five on full day's rest. Fans get to their feet. 2-2. Swing and a miss. Diaz down on a high fastball. Astros down to their final out. The other thing about maybe starting Verlander game four, say he goes six innings, maybe 85 pitches. You can still slot him in right behind Cole for game two of the CS. That's a very good point. The 0-1. And Springer hits this in the air to right. Garcia is in, waiting for it, makes the catch, and that is the ball game. The Tampa Bay Rays extend this series for at least one more day as they defeat the Houston Astros 10-3. Astros lead this best-of-five series two games to one. Do you know who you'll start in game four? Yeah, we're going to go with Justin Verlander. He's one of the best pitchers in the world. It's no more, no more complicated than that. I mean, he's, he's ready. And, and, it, and it's his game. So obviously we have um, a backup plan in, in, in game five if we need it, but he's one of the best pitchers in the world. It's pretty simple. Justin AJ just announced you'll start game four. Obviously you've been in every, just about every situation, but what's the thought process entering that on short rest? Um, I mean, the thought process is five game series are pretty crazy and we got to win. Um, you never know what can happen. You can't, you know, can't put all your eggs in one basket and say, well, if we lose tomorrow, we got Justin and Garrett on game five. It, you know, the, this is a crazy game. And, um, you know, after the last couple of days, I felt pretty good. And um, we, AJ and I have been discussing it. And this is the call. I mean, it's a special opportunity. Uh, that guarantees nothing, though. So, I mean, I, I think, um, you know, you approach it like you would any other playoff start. Um, I, you know, kind of knowing what to expect. Um, and, uh, you know, see what you got from there. I think it's it's... It's nice to know that, um, you know, if, if everything doesn't go well, we also have Garrett Cole, um, you know, the, the following game. So, I mean, that's a pretty great luxury to have. So, um, but I'm going to approach it um, just like the first game and uh, a lot like any other playoff game I've ever pitched, um, which is uh, kind of in my gut. It feels like a win-or-go-home game. The chase for the pennant for a third straight year happens here. The Astros win the AL West. 
and headed to the postseason. Astros Radio. We win three more series. We're going to hang another flag. Enjoy tonight. Houston's exclusive hometown call. Greetings from Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida, where today the Houston Astros take on the Tampa Bay Rays in Game 4 of the American League Division Series. Game 3 yesterday saw the Rays pick up a 10-3 win despite two hits and a homer from Jose Altuve. Yuli Gurriel also had a pair of hits, drove in a couple of runs. But the Rays got a win to extend this series. Astros lead this best of five series two games to one. Let's take a look at today's pitching matchup. It's brought to you by Houston Methodist leading medicine. Well, A.J. Hinch had a, a couple of different options for game four today, and he decided to go with Justin Verlander on short rest. And Verlander, he was outstanding in game one of this series as he went seven scoreless, allowing only one hit to the Rays. Yeah, you know, he kind of notified Verlander in the sixth or seventh inning of yesterday's ball game when it started to get out of hand and say, hey, uh, we've been talking about this for two or three days now, and if you want the ball, you got the ball. I mean, who better to give the baseball to in uh, this type of situation? Verlander is so good at executing game plans. He knows what to do, and he's had great success against this Rays team all year. Think about this, 19 and the third innings pitch in three games against the Rays, and it was the first batter he saw all season long, the first batter of opening day here at Tropicana Field. Austin Meadows hit a home run. That's the only run that Verlander's given up against them so far this year. Meanwhile, the Rays, they're going with a bullpen day. We saw this from them quite a bit during the regular season. Diego Castillo is going to be their opener in this game. You used him six times as an opener this year. Of course, not your typical uh, opener situation for Tampa Bay. Is It's pretty much all hands on deck. Kevin Cash will, will, will use guys based on the situation and matchups. Yeah, we may not even see Castillo pass one inning. Don't forget, he got hot during the game yesterday in the bullpen for the Rays until they started to open things up and they got him down and decided to to give him a go to start things. Hey, Castillo's a handful. Everybody in this bullpen, this this Rays bullpen, uh, their pitching staff is fantastic. Uh, the Astros are seeing it firsthand. Uh, they knew it coming in, but uh, I think they're even better than maybe they thought. Uh, but they've made things very tough. This is a, a big win for the Astros. And to give it to Verlander against uh, Holstead, Johnny Holstaff of the Rays, uh, you got you got to like your chances. Today's keys to the game brought to you by your Houston area Lexus dealers. And, uh, you know, it's amazing. You think about the career Justin Verlander has had. He's won a Cy Young Award and an MVP. He's won a World Series. He started all-star games. But this is going to be the first time he's ever started on short rest, save for a situation in the 2011 ALDS when he only pitched one inning in a game that wound up being suspended, a little different situation. Uh, so it's going to be something new for him. But if there's anybody who can handle this situation, you would think it would be Verlander. Yeah, he had a couple of days to kind of make his adjustments so he could uh, lessen his workload in between uh, starts, so to speak. And you get out there and throw a little light bullpen and uh, get your other work in and just see where you felt. You know, so probably a couple of days ago he was able to relay uh, to AJ should it go to a, a game four that he started to feel really good. He started to feel like his body had fully recovered by then and he said, I, you know, I want the ball. You know, for Verlander to say I want the ball, that's in essence saying I need the ball. Yeah. I've got this for you. Give it to me. And to have a pitcher of that caliber to come out there and say that and it's it's not even a choice for a manager at that point to say, okay, you got it. You know, go out there and do what you do and 
Uh, it's a real luxury that AJ has. You know, you look at yesterday's ball game, and obviously it got out of hand with the Rays scoring 10 runs, but the Astros certainly had their opportunities early in the game. Offensively, had Charlie Morton on the ropes each of the first two innings, got him to throw over 50 pitches over the first two, but couldn't get the big hit. And even though the Astros won the two games, the first two games of this series, overall, they're just 5 for 26 with runners in scoring position in this series. Yeah, it's not good enough, and it says a lot about the Rays pitching staff. We, we, we can't uh, say that enough, that this is a really good pitching baseball team, but for the Astros, they hit 306 this year with runners in scoring position when they won baseball games, and they hit 160 with runners in scoring position when they lost. And probably today, you're thinking, you know, if we hit 250, maybe if we get a, a hit every four times, it, we have a chance. You got a good chance to win this game with Verlander on the mound. So you need a clutch hit from somebody, maybe two clutch hits, uh, and that might be enough. This should probably be a close ball game with a low scoring edge as well. Coming up next, we'll hear from A.J. Hench on the Manager Show, presented by Waste Management. A little later, we'll hear from former big league manager and former big league player Joe Girardi working this series on the television side for Fox, but now this from your local station. Baseball season is back, and if you're at Minute Maid Park, head on over to the new Love Street Bar behind Home Plate for a wide selection of Carbock beers, including Love Street Blonde, Hopadillo IPA, and the Astros' very own Crawford Bach. Or visit us sometime at the brewery, where we're open seven days a week. Learn more at carbachbrewing.com or find us on social media at Carbach Brewing. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. Welcome back to Astro Launch. This is Steve Sparks, and I'm with A.J. Hinch before Game 4 of the American League Division Series in A.J., uh, first off, uh, the big news today is you, you announced right after the game yesterday that Justin Verlander is going to get the ball for this one. and uh, It's not a hard choice. Mm -hmm. you, you just had to go through a few things, I, I would imagine, to make the choice. Yeah, we, we just had to wait, one, to see if we were going to have a game four. I didn't sure. really need to commit to anything until we knew we had uh, to make that decision. We, we prepped for it after his, after his game one. That it would be a possibility now nowadays, and certainly this time of year, it, these guys are ready every day to pitch. I mean, I've got I've got guys that are, that'll pitch on such short rest, but with JV, um, knew that as a possibility at, at some level was going to probably be available today. Whether he was going to start or potentially come out of the pen, um, that's that's something we discussed over the last few days. And as as he got his work done, as he got his treatment, as he played catch and and the more he and I discussed it I, I pulled the trigger and said hey listen I, you need to start and give us as much as you can and he's all on board for it and I expect a good performance I, I think you know after a tough loss like yesterday being able to say Justin Verlander's got the ball I think it immediately put a, a little buzz in our clubhouse yeah. that um, let's get this taken care of today and clinch this series I'm curious to in your experience when a, a pitcher faces a team uh, and he has success. Does he need to adjust at all, or is he, he's great at reading hitters? But does he have to adjust his game plan at all? You know what? Maybe. I mean, it depends how much they adjust. I mean, it, let's be honest. We're going to attack their weaknesses where we think they okay. they need to to be exploited. But in JV is some of the best stuff in baseball. So I, um, you know, I don't know who has to adjust first. I think for JV, he's going to come out. He does things very, very deliberately. He knows. The hitters that he's going to face they got a couple of guys or at least one guy in there today that wasn't in the lineup the other day so he'll um he'll have a little bit of a different look but 
Uh, for the most part, JV knows his strengths. He knows where the weaknesses are in the hitters. He tries to exploit them often. And, and if they are making adjustments to him, um, he'll be the first one to adjust back. And you're going to see a million pitchers from, from this mm -hmm. race team, and you anticipate that. And you, you flip-flop Brantley and Altuve in your lineup. Is mm -hmm. that in anticipation of that? It is. You know, and I, I flipped Chirinos and Reddick as well at the mm -hmm. bottom of the order. And it, it really, um, not knowing how they're going to go about it, I wanted to give them as many matchup dilemmas as possible and not have three right-handed hitters in a row, not have two of three left-handed hitters. So when they're going to go through their slew of, of relievers and even some of their starters, I expect Glasnow to be available. I expect Snell to uh, to say he can pitch as well. So they when they're going to go left-right, they're going to have some dilemmas on how to map their own pitching out, given that we're probably going to see as many pitchers as they have on the roster. Uh, some of the best RBI men that you and I have ever seen, and you've got one, Yuli Gurriel, that's it's so good, but they stay in the middle of the diamond. Gurriel curls that bat over his helmet as he waits. And that's a high chopper up the middle, and that's going to get through for a base hit. Bregman scores. Alvarez around third and coming home. He will score as well. Two-run single for Yuli. It's 8-3 to three, Tampa Bay. That's the way we begin the sixth inning. Three straight hits for the Astros. How good is Yuli? Runners in scoring position, two strikes. Put it in play. See what happens. Use the big part of the field like he normally does, right up the middle. And can you explain to the people that what that helps you do as, as an RBI machine? Sure. Well, I mean, obviously, you're, you're, what, it, what it creates for, for Yuli in specific is it creates his misses to the right area of the ballpark. It creates the ground balls up the middle, contacts your friend. He's a big contact guy. But when you're if you're a little bit, if your approach is up the middle and you're a little bit early or a little bit late, you still have areas within the fair territory to go get yourself an RBI. When you're too pull conscious, your mistake is going to be to pull even more foul, or it's going to be if even if you pull the ball, there's a chance hitting the third baseman, which is the last place you want to hit it uh -huh. when a guy is on third base. So, um, middle of the field approach, it, it, the oppo gap is what you're always taught as where the right. where the sack fly is, where the extra runner is. Uh, to move up from second to third. For Yuli in particular, when his direction's that way, he, he doesn't miss often. He drives in a ton of guys. And, and it seems that from a pitcher's perspective, there's just less of a hole in their swing. They cover so much more, don't yeah, they? Yeah, well, contact's your friend there. I mean, it's guy, guys that make contact don't have a ton of holes. Uh, they may have areas where they don't hit the ball as hard. They may have areas where you can't drive the ball. But contact's your friend with a guy on third. The pressure's on the defense to make plays. The, the pressure's on the pitcher to have to record outs in, in certain areas of the game. It's a real cat and mouse game with the, the pitcher hitter went with a runner on third. Hey, we knew this coming in, but man, this Ray staff can present a lot of problems, can't they? They're good. Yeah. They're good, and they're, and they're living up to the hype of, of having one of the best bullpens in baseball. They, um, their starters have gotten healthier. They've got a, a great group of guys over there. Kevin Cash does a great job. That We knew this was going to be a very, very difficult um, series, and we have the lead right now going into the game with, with JV going tonight. So... Um, we also have a pretty good team on our hands. Uh, Tropicana Field. I mean, we haven't seen it like that that we saw it yesterday with, with so many ramp, rampant fans, uh, but they showed up and they did a good job, didn't they? They did. They did, and they should. They should cheer mm -hmm. for this team, and that's it's part of what I love about this time of year where fans show up, they get they get crazy, they get loud, They every pitch matters. It's playoff baseball, and I love those atmospheres. Obviously, we love it more when we're at our place and it's for us, but – um, you know, I, I heard a large number of Astros fans at, at, yeah. at the Trop, and um, I expect them to be here tonight and, and it to be a nice environment. The way, the best way, you know when it was quiet? Is it was quiet when Jose Altuve hit the homer. Yeah. It was quiet when we had the lead until Kiermaier hit the homer. 
Um, it really wasn't that big a deal. Once they got the lead, their fans took over, and, and it became you know very pro-raised. I right, got a couple more. So Kevin Cash is one of your really good friends mm -hmm. in, in the managerial circle. Uh, do you guys cease communication during the playoffs? <laughs> Not really. I mean, we have our own little banter back and forth. I run into him on the way to these press things. And uh -huh. um, after games, it's funny. You know, we, we, I, the losing manager goes first. The winning manager goes second. Inevitably, you're going to run into each other on the backside of that. And you're like, you don't know. Do you give them a handshake, a high five, what a do you bro do? hug? I just get past them as fast as possible. We <laughs> laugh about it and, and move on to the next day. All right, last thing. How important uh, is the catcher? Robinson Torinos goes out there and he catches Verlander today. How important has he been through this whole process? Yeah, he's huge. I mean, he's, yeah. he's a, you know, a, a, a big reason why our pitching staff has been good. His calm approach is tremendous. Yeah. Um, he makes perfectly timed visits to the mound. Um, but his calm presence, especially at this chaotic time where everybody's a little heightened, uh, stress level, anxiety level. Um, it's he's the perfect combination of of, of balance um, and yet smarts behind the plate on what to do. Yeah, he's a great studier. Isn't he does. He doesn't yeah. miss a thing. And 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 what I love about him, he's been known as an offensive catcher in his career because he's put up some numbers. He's hit double digit homers. His pride comes from running a running the, running the game, running a pitching staff, and catching a yep. winner. All right, game four coming up. Good luck tonight. You got Sparky. Back with more Astro Launch right after this. Cheer on the Astros on the road at the official watch party of the postseason at Minute Maid Park. Two hours before each road game, head down to the Street Fest on Crawford Street for live music, food trucks, games, and more. Then watch the game on screens inside or outside of the ballpark with the best fans in baseball. Free to attend all postseason long. Visit Astros.com slash watch party for more information and to claim your free voucher. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Joe Girardi, former big league player, manager, working this series as a broadcaster for Fox and for MLB Network and watching the, the first three games of this series. Joe, anything in particular surprise you or jump out, out at you so far? Not really. I, I think when we came into this series, we thought there would be some really good pitching, and I, and I think we've seen that. You know, the Rays do it a little bit different than the Astros. The Astros rely heavily on their starters. The Rays rely heavily on their bullpen, and um, it's been a good series so far, and I think it will continue. When you look at today's game and the Justin Verlander starting on short rest, you've seen this before. You've, you've had pitchers start on short rest in the postseason before. As a manager, are you watching a pitcher more closely in a situation like this? Yeah, of course, and you're watching his command, and, you know, obviously if, he, if he's laboring through innings, you know, the one thing that we see from just Justin's stuff is there's a lot of swing and miss. And if you're not seeing a lot of swing and miss, I would be concerned because we all know that the ball flies today, and when they're not swinging and missing, a lot of times guys are hitting home runs. So that would be my concern. You know, a lot of times there's a thought, I'd imagine as a manager, when you're in a situation like this, you know, Jose Urquidy was a possibility to start this game for the Astros, but, you know, Verlander was going to be available. So I'd imagine if you're A.J. Hinch, you're probably thinking, well, if he's available, might as well go with my best, right? You know, I think the one thing I think about is he's got Cole also lined up for game five. So yeah. you're sending your best two pitchers out there, the best two pitchers, really in the league and you're sending him out trying to win one game and you know I, I like the decision it may not work you know yeah. he might struggle but Justin might have struggled in game five had they got there right. so I'm okay with the decision what sort of challenges does it pose as an offense when you're going up against a bullpen game like the Rays are going to have today you don't see uh, anyone twice you know you'll see him once and, and that is it and and when I look at it they have seen them late in August, and they have seen some of their relievers now. So they do have an idea 
but it's still an adjustment. Every time you face a new pitcher, it's a different look, and that makes it more difficult. Do you think that the Rays, you know, maybe don't have the talent the Astros do, but are uniquely built for a postseason run because a lot of teams have to do things differently in the postseason, maybe be a little bit more aggressive with pitch hitting and the way they use their pitching? But we've seen the Rays do this, not just all this year, but really the last couple of years. You know, I, I equate it to a, a puzzle that's, you know, maybe 10 inches by 10 inches. The Astros are going to use 13 pieces, 14 pieces. Mm -hmm. The Rays are going to use all 25. So it adds up to be the same thing. And, you know, the Rays, I mean, they won 96 games. And they were um, very good in this building the second half of the season. You know, very similar to what the Astros did at at home. And there's all year long. So I think they're a huge momentum club. I think their pitching is very good. But, again, they do it very differently than the Astros. But, again, pitching is what sustains you and gives you an opportunity to win every night. As a manager, if you're Kevin Cash, how do you get players to buy? And not so much at this point in the postseason when it's pretty much anything goes, but over the course of a season, you're using guys in different roles and platooning the way they do. How do you get a, a buy-in from players? Well, I think initially when they come over, you, you think about all the guys that they've added to their bullpen, Pagan, um, Anderson, Drake. These guys had a hard time sticking with teams. Yeah. And, and they were when they were pitching, maybe they were the you know seventh guy in a bullpen. So I don't think they come in with an ego. And I think when you come to the Rays, they have the opportunity to make you better through a lot of their analysis. And guys see an improvement, and they're like, oh, this is great. I mean, I'm giving an opportunity to pitch. I'm pitching well. And uh, let's just go out and play and win games. You've had a lot of games here as a manager and a player. How unique was yesterday not just the size of the crowd here but also the fact that it was all pro-raised because you were here a lot with the Yankees. It wasn't always a pro-raised crowd. Yeah, I loved it. I, I thought it was great to see all the yellow towels, the, the noise from the fans and you know, actually during the broadcast I encouraged more raised fans to come out because I think it's great for the players and when you think about this organization you know, they lost a lot in the beginning but over the last 11 years since their run in 2008 to the World Series They've had seven seasons over 90 wins. Yep. I mean, that's that's impressive. So they per, they put on the field a good product. Maybe they don't put superstars, but they put a very good product. Joe Girardi, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, have a good night. Every pitch. The first pitch of the division series. Every inning. And we go to the ninth inning. What a night. Of every game. Clubs this one into right field. Going back, looking up. See you later. October baseball. It never gets old. Exclusively on the Houston Astros Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.